Welcome to Royally Screwed, a Curse of Strahd actual play podcast featuring a group of motley fools bumming their way through Barovia. Be warned, this is an adult content rated campaign. This means our players use adult language and make jokes of adult nature. Also because of the nature of a horror-driven campaign, there will be descriptions of torture, murder, and other topics that may be disturbing to sensitive listeners. Listen at your own risk and prepare to be royally screwed. Ready for some D and D? All right, so let's get into a session. So after uh, waking up in the Vistani camp the morning after Madame Ava's reading, the party set off to the direction of Velaki. Along the way, the party made a side trip back to the Durst Manor, curious as to why Strahd von Zarovich would make the suggestion that they should return there. Arriving, they found that the manor that they had watched sink into the ground was once again standing strong. Venturing inside, the party enjoyed a feast that was prepared in the dining hall, as well as the, took the time to explore the first and second floor, where Marina found a small dog with the tag Lancelot. The party found that the third floor was blocked off and they could not explore further. Upon exiting the manor, they find that what most of the things they acquired in their exploration of the house had turned to dust, including the food that you had eaten. Coming to an abandoned watchtower, Marina and Typher entered and explored where they found a silver dragon pendant on a broken chain that was cool to the touch. Shortly after approaching the bridge, they found a revenant guarding the roadway. After asking the Revenant if he had ever seen the pennant before, he showed an identical pennant that he wore around his own neck and explained that it is the emblem of the Order of the Silver Dragon, a group of knights who served Agenvost. He explained that his order was destroyed by Stravon Zarovich and that while the Revenants remain in Barovia, many have forgotten their way and what they stand for. He suggested that maybe by lighting the beacons at August von Holt, players can help them to remember. With the town of Velaki looming on the horizon, the party made a second side trip, this time at the request of Irina, who asked to get a closer look at Lake Zarovich, where she was overcome with a feeling of having been there before, but does not recall ever visiting the lake with her father or her brother. Heading towards Velaki, the party encountered an elderly woman being attacked by a wolf. One swing from Sathriel's sword quickly dispatched the wolf. The woman introduced herself simply as Granny and tells the party that she is a peddler who sells sandwiches to the refugees from the village of Barovia who have encamped outside Velaki. 
As a reward for their assistance, she gifts each person with a sandwich from her cart, which she said is made with laughter, love, and dreaming. <laughs> While a few miles left in their journey, the adventurers find themselves ambushed by a pack of wolves. They make quick work out of seven out of the eight wolves, but begin to suspect that the final wolf might be more, but only after Typher is bitten twice by the creature. Once the party realizes that regular weapons do not cause harm to the creature, they quickly switch to silver bolts in their crossbows, injuring the wolf who ultimately led the battle. You hold that. Upon reaching the gates of Velaki, the players find that the woman was correct in regards to the refugees. Irina, recognizing many of the uh, people from her village, tells the players that she will find them at the Blue Water Inn as she would like the opportunity to speak with them. Approaching the gates of the town, the party is told that they must pay a toll of one gold per person to enter, as well as exchange all of their silver coin to the tower for copper along with the tax. After paying the required fees, they are led into the town where they make their way to the Blue Water Inn, a cozy place run by Erwin and Danica. Danica quickly arranges for wine and meals for all the party and seeing how battle-weary the party is, declares that they are on the house. However, Typher, who is feeling ill, retires to a rented room. And this is where we begin today. So, you got something. <laughs> so you are at the table in the Blue Water Inn, and it is right about one o'clock. Danica is going to put in your order so you are enjoying the wine. And Sathriel, it is about this time that you feel an influence lift off of you. And you realize that you have been for the last 24 hours under the influence of Stradlon Zarvich. Guys. I don't ever want to feel this feeling ever again. Um, I am sorry for any kind of bad intentions that I had while charmed. Um, so with that, uh, yeah. Uh, please forgive me. Don't worry, you're all right. Outside of trying to def defend Strahd slash protect him, you didn't really do much of anything. That could have been deplorable. Yeah, you remember all of your actions. You just know that for some reason you thought Strahd was just the greatest guy. You were calling him daddy. Mm -hmm. so that's, uh, yeah, that's several times. That's out of my normal. <laughs> I you were very cold. Good to have you back. Yes, it's nice to have you. Good to feel normal. Yes. The dark, dark despairing. Mm-hmm. With a harrowing story. So you see Danica coming back. She's got a huge tray with bowls of beet soup, fresh baked bread, and sizzling 
uh, steaks, wolf steaks, that just smell heavenly. And she comes to the table and she goes, all right, you guys, who's hungry? Me, me, me. Right here. All right, I have got beet soup for most of y'all and the bread. And for the ones of y'all that asked for the wolf steaks, I've got those ready for you. They're all done medium. I hope that's okay. That's all good. All right. Anything else I can get for y'all? Where are y'all traveling from? Yes. Place far from here. Yes. Place. Well, it's obvious you are not from Barovia. Mm -hmm. Am I right in saying that? Yep. Yes, that is. Well, like I said, I've got three rooms available. I've got, one of them's got four beds. Uh, the other two have two beds each. Although your other friends are already taking one of the beds in that room. Beds at night are just one electron. Electrum. Electron. <laughs> electron. Sorry, man, all your protons. Protons and neutrons. One electron. And it includes not only the room, but also food, um, with the exception of the wolf steaks. They're, they're extra. So if y'all want rooms for the night, I have a thir uh, fourth room, but it's already been rented out. We have another traveler staying with us right now. I just grab my beet soup and bread and make my way up to the room so that no one can see me take my mask off and my helm off and eat. All right, so Seth is taking his food upstairs. I'll just uh, eat mine real quick and then go upstairs as well. Alright, and as y'all are heading up, Danica tells you, we serve dinner at 6. It gets pretty busy down yeah, here during that time, so if y'all come down then, uh, we'll get y'all fed and taken care of. For the rest of y'all that are staying, Danica, Danica's like, you know, it, it's not very busy right now. Is there anything, any information you'd like to know about our town. Um, could you tell us where uh, Link's East Toys is? It's or something like that. Oh yeah, Belinsky Toys. Go up the road when you exit here. Just take a left, go down the road, and you'll see it. There's a sign with a doll on it that says Belinsky Toys. Now, one thing I will t tell you is keep your eyes open for Isaac. You won't be able to miss him. Big hulking guy with, he's got a very strange arm to say the least. He is the Burgermaster's chief of security, I guess you could say. And uh, he could definitely cause problems for new travelers. He could try. And then also, um, the Burgomaster in this town, I, I don't know how laws are from the towns that y'all come from, and the laws here can be rather strict if you break them. The Burgomaster's been known to throw people in the stocks. Just last week, we he took another guy, they brought him into the house, into the Burgomaster's house, and we don't know what's going on with him right now. But... The 
The Burgomaster, he can be a bit of a blowhard. Isaac's the one that you really have to watch out for. He's got a history of violence. Good thing we have a, a couple big guys. Yes. And a guy with a big long sword. Also a guy sword. with big sword. Big metal sticks. And if you decide to venture outside the town, just be careful. There's been a lot of wolves and dire wolves been seen. Although y'all do look like y'all could probably take care of y'all selves pretty well. Yeah. We fought a few well about getting here, so. Well, y'all look like y'all had been pretty battle tested when you got in here. Mm. But if y'all need anything, just let me or my husband Erwin know, and we'll be more than happy to get y'all taken care of. Okay. So each room is one electrum, right? One electrum. And like I said, that includes lunch and dinner. Does anybody here have any electrum? I don't think I have any. I'm pretty sure I don't have anything. I think one guy paid for us to engineer. Sure. Yeah, it was amazing. It do be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. Well, I mean, did y'all get your silver converted when you came into town? We got converted in bronze. Yes. Copper, sorry, copper. So one electrum is. 50 copper pieces. That's better than That's better than um, silver. Yeah, it is 100 copper pieces. So, Danica walks off, and y'all are talking about, well, we're poor. <laughs> and, and you see Erwin, the guy behind the, the bar, kind of, you can tell he's listening. So he walks over to y'all and kind of looks, make sure Danica's not watching. He says, y'all don't worry about the cost of the room. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. All right. We're just getting spoofed. <laughs> just don't tell Danica. I'm Can I go upstairs to where he is right now? Yes. All right, so I head upstairs and go in the room where uh, Saf is. Where Saf is? Yeah. So, Saf, what are you doing? Uh, as soon as the door opens, I put my cup of beet soup down, put my helmet uh, visor down, and I say, uh, yes, what brings you into this room? Mm, just bored. <laughs> what you do? What you doing outside of eating your soup? Is that some good soup? What? It's, it's sustenance, so yes. I can't complain. You doing all right? Oh yeah. Is there a Just purpose? getting over this charm effect. Mm. I uh, have no liking of it. Yeah, it must be kind of must be kind of difficult to believe that something like that would have happened, but. I guess, I guess, yes, the man himself has his own wings. Yeah. Who knows? Didn't realize the vampires have that kind of a effect on people. Just because uh, I'm thinking as a poor person, how smart is this uh, dog? How smart is the dog? You'll have to figure that out. Okay.
Because I'm just going to try to maybe do like a like some entertainment to see if I can get some some monies. You can definitely try to do stuff like that. Mm. What would I have to roll? Um, charisma. I charisma. Alright, I'm gonna. Oh, Lord. Well, I have seven is a lucky number, right? What is your add-on? Do you have an add-on? It's a plus two. I got a five and it's a plus two. Alright, so I've got y'all added to the map. So what are you going to try to entertain them with? Well... You know how to juggle? Well, I was going to like... The dog, like, do the tricks, you know? The dog? Thanks a lot from the... You know, sure. Alright, give me also an uh, animal handling. Okay. Uh, this could only go one of two ways. Okay, I got a nine on that one because I got plus six on it. You need new dice. A nine? I need to stop on this one. So. There's there's only two other people in the establishment right now, besides Danica and Erwin. And they're not paying a whole lot of attention to you at the moment. What if I try another, a different approach? <laughs> what are you going to try to do? I don't know. I was going to like... Say another joke. Say another joke? Yeah, no. no, I was going to like kind of go to front of like... Come on, come on to the less a lot of traction. <laughs> Roll me another charisma. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. I got eleven on that one. <laughs> I'm not so, anymore. What what kind of a trick are you gonna get Lancelot to do? Because you got a nine on the animal handling, right? Oh, six on the Okay. Oh yeah, nine on that, sorry. Uh, uh, I'll do a nice little hoop with the hand and he'll jump through and be cute because he's a tiny little cutesy fucker. <laughs> so, he's a tiny little cutesy fucker. Nine. Alright, so the dog walks over and he barks and instead of jumping through your arms, he instead puts his paws on your, uh, and looks really cute and then does a little circle and so one of the women that's sitting in the back corner she claps and she comes over and she drops one electrum into onto the area where you're at it's so easy Alright, I want to sit down then. I... You get nothing out of this. I got one left. He didn't jump right there. At yeah. least give him a piece of the wolf steak. Yeah. He got a free human burger. Yeah, some meat. Uh, free beans. human burger? <laughs> <laughs> he got a free sandwich. <laughs> the last time we cooked. Well, I, I, I thrived, guys. So, your turn. Oh, you're the room. Anyways, I'm going to continue my conversation with Sasha so, is there any particular reason why you're kind of shrouding your face? It's better for me so that people don't 
get too close and I don't let people too close into my emotions. Mm. So it's better that people just see armor swinging a big metal slab of steel. Mm. Are you trying to hide something? Nope. Okay. All the commoners look the same. Is faring all right? Oh yeah. As long as I get to try to deem, get redemption for stuff in my past, mm. I just keep looking forward. Well, I'll, I'll be here to help you if you need any sort of help. Same with you. Um, I know I told you I will keep my lips closed yeah. about your secret, so once you, once you're unwilling to talk, I'll back you up whenever you need it. Well, do thank, thank you. And it goes the same for you too. If you have, if any sort of secret spills out, I'll be sure to keep keep my mouth shut about it, unless somebody else hears about it too alongside me. And no guarantee they'll keep their mouths shut. But I I always keep I always stay quiet. All right. I thank you for that. No problem. Would you like some soup? <laughs> sure. Here you go. Can I ask the DM what the current time is and how long I've been laying in bed? <laughs> I was fixing to get to you. So it's a, you've been laying there probably about 45 minutes to an hour. They're still eating all that. So I'm going to groggily get up, <laughs> walk down the stairs like I've got fucking lupus or something. <laughs> All right, so you make your way down the stairs, and you join the rest I of the join party. Join the rest of the party, and I guess I'm going to go ahead and get myself a little stage as well. Y'all like how I got y'all in there? Y'all yeah. see y'all both. Careful as your neck. Where's what? Only could be standing. I just said see your neck. Danica comes walking over. Sorry. Danica comes walking over, and she's like, "Did you have a good nap?" I think I did, ma'am. Head's still a little foggy, but uh. Is it anything some food can help you out with? I'll take a wolf steak. A wolf steak? We can take care of that, and do you want any wine to go with that? Uh, bring me a bottle, please. Alright, and what about some bread? I don't want to. Alright, I'll get Erwin started on that right away. I appreciate you. Not a problem. What was it? Don't ask me all these Sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. I apologize. So, what are the rest of y'all? I'm going to try to at least get a short rest in time for dinner. My plan was to check up on Piper and see how he came down. Yeah, well, baby. Stuart, do a nice job. So you said it's only about 1, 2 a.m., 2 p.m.? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you got a electron. Alright. You got... Sorry, I'm gonna put Leo... Leo, are you going to the room that's got two beds or the room that's got four beds? Four. Alright. <laughs> so Danica comes with your wolf steak. She lays it down and it <clears throat> smells pretty good. And she's like, here you go, it's done medium. 
So as soon as she puts the plate down and I catch a whiff of the smell, I instantly do a... Ah. <laughs> I'm absolutely disgusted by it. <laughs> and I try to... I know it should be good in my mind, like it's a delicious wolf steak, but just can't seem to stomach it. I try to cut a piece off and eat it, and I just can't. So I lean over to her, Ms. Dan, could you come here for a moment? Yes, of course. What, what is it? Uh, this steak is cooked. Well, yes, that's usually the way we serve it. Yeah, uh, that's true and all. But, uh, is it a little overcooked for you? I'd say a lot of overcooked. You want it closer to rare? Just bring me a roll on the... I know that's a strange request, but uh, I think that is indeed a strange request. Um, I can do that, indeed. Um, I apologize. I don't like to waste food. I just can't. Uh, I can't stomach it. I'll eat it. You can have it. You're upstairs. I, know. I don't care. So Somebody what? want this uh, nasty ass cook? Give us a dog. Yeah, she kind of looks, she goes, we're not held responsible if you get sick from undercooked food, okay? I'm already filled on the weather, so I guess it wasn't up. You don't want it, a char or anything on it? Just uh, just, uh, just straight off the wolf's ass, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, give me just a second. Um, he wants it still help. <laughs> so she heads to the back and not even a minute later she comes with this plate with this raw steak blood is seeping onto the plate and she hesitantly puts it in front of you and says I hope this is more to your liking well, that's more like it ma'am I appreciate it I just pick the steak up my hand and just start gnawing it <laughs> <laughs> She kind of watches and she's like, we have all types that come in here, so we aim to please. <laughs> well, normally I don't really have a taste for raw meat, but for some reason I do today. I have a hankering for it. Hankering for it. So we, so we all saw him get bit, right? <laughs> or did we? Well, we saw. Well, we saw. Yeah, y'all saw him get bit. Does he? Does he have any noticeable differences in relation to his appearance rather than his behavior? Give me a perception check on that. I don't know. Oh yeah, you're you're not downstairs. Sorry. Well, what, what are you, you, you missed the show. Yeah. Oh, what what have, what have y'all rolled? Uh, yeah, I'll roll. Okay, you make the person that's been rolling like ones and twos. Um, You're the one that offered. Sure, I'll roll it. Like, how are your get the, get the di get the tower, get the dice tower. Sure. It always sure. brings, but make sure you rub it first. <laughs> Give me a kiss, rub it. So, are you checking to see if there's any physical differences in him, or? Yes. Uh, right. But I will also ask. Uh, how are those bites doing? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hurry up and roll. What was that, man? Hurry up and roll. Oh, yeah, let's get the one that 
Ask him how his nap went. So, uh, um, so I didn't. Nope. As you were. As I was. Uh, got a net one. <laughs> a bite's a little strong, but they're okay, I think. The, the wine is starting to get to you. <laughs> not only can you not tell if he's okay, but there's two of him. <laughs> That's some good grape match. Double the fuck. Um, well, you're feeling good. Man. No wonder I was confident enough to put on a show with the dog. Anybody else want to... Speaking of the dog, I look over there and I see Lancelot and my eyes kind of get wide. I'm like, was it a perception check? Was this a perception? Don't eat the dog. Yes, it was a perception. <laughs> I have a plus five. I'll roll. He sees Lancelot. He's got my stake. He sees Lancelot and he starts salivating. Sixteen. Sixteen. You're checking to see if there's any physical changes yes. in him. All right. So Typher. He's got 16. Uh, is there any physical changes with you? My gas smells worse than mine. Yeah, you're what? It's gas. Oh, gas. Okay. Alright, so. You guys know by now my physical appearance. White, white beard. My beard. You notice that I'm actually starting to get some darkening going on. A few strands of my beard is now like a dark gray instead of white. And. You notice that some of the hair on my body is moving. Mm. What about what about your teeth? No changes in my teeth. Yeah. Mm. I've already seen shadows dancing in the light, so it's fine. Like, <laughs> it mixes in with the beard. Okay. You look a tiny bit younger. Do you tell I turn around. Well, everybody's upstairs, so. Except this is this is y'all three. Yeah, so yeah. You you four, don't forget him, he exists. Typher exists. Oh yes, his beautiful silver beard is is turning. Turning so it's spinning, doing turning like fall, like the colors. Fall. Like red, red, orange. What was that? Oh it's red? Oh uh how's the wolf? Oh, the wolf was just fine. One piece. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, that my super. I'm good. Thank you. You ate some oh, of that nasty beet soup. Yes, it was delicious. Hey, don't, uh, don't put down the beet soup. It was okay. Okay. I actually have no idea what beet soup tastes like. So I imagine not. Yeah, it probably tastes like beets. <laughs> <laughs> so about this time, they kind of like <laughs> stop. I'm staring at the table, and all of a sudden I look like I'm gonna fucking curl. And I go tearing out the front door and start throwing up in the bushes. I just, I just ate raw meat. I thought he asked for the home. So, as he is running out, he passes two men that are walking in, and these are some big brawny men all right so they are huge one of them is carrying a a very large bow the other one is wearing a coat that's made out of different patches of fur and they come in and danica sees them and she says solzar benny go ahead get your table i'll be right there 
And so they come and they sit at the table close to you. And a few minutes later, Danica comes over and they're close enough that you can hear the conversation. Danica's like, hi guys, how was the hunt today? And one of them, the, the guy with the large bow, he's like, well, we managed to kill several wolves in the woods tonight, uh, but they just keep coming. We've seen both the ordinary and the dire wolves. Man, it seems like them dire wolves just keep getting bigger and bigger. And as well, we got some new groups of travelers in today, and they seem to like their uh, wolf steaks. So we'll be needing another shipment of them wolves soon. The guy that she addressed as Soldar, he goes, yeah, we'll get those filled. That's not a problem. We'll be going back out. We got some outside. We'll bring those in and we'll uh, get you some more tomorrow. And they, she brought them some bottles of wine. So they're nursing their wine, just talking between the two of them about their hunt. Uh, I'm going to go check on Edgar because they told me to, and I'm jumping up to like, yes. Um, so I'm jumping. All right, so you go outside and you see Typher wiping his face behind a bush. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I thought you loved over here. Uh, I don't know what came over me. Now that I'm alive, I'm going to have to anchor and draw you. I don't know what happened. Just, I don't know. Just felt an overwhelming urge to consume raw meat, and then once I realized what I was doing, I got sick. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I think I'll take some of that food soup now, though. You should stay away from the meat. Maybe a second bottle of wine. Maybe a third or fourth. We'll get to that point, great. All right, so y'all make y'all's way to, back to the table. You catch Danica's eye and wave her over. She comes over. She sees the what's left of the steak. And she goes, anything else I can get for you? Uh, two things, man. If you don't mind. Not at all. Uh, bowl of your beet soup would be nice. All right. But also, if I ever ask you for a raw piece of meat again, don't do it. <laughs> I think that's a request I can definitely keep. I appreciate it. So, she, she goes and she goes back into the kitchen and she gets the bowl of the beet soup. And as she comes back, Beaner. Give me a dexterity check. Actually, Beaner and uh, class. No, I Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So as she is coming through, 
with the bowl of beet soup. You see a little boy. And he comes running through and he runs into her. And starts toppling. He, he knocks the, the soup out of her hand. But you manage to catch it before it topples over and you keep the bowl from from spilling. And Danica quickly, I am I am so sorry. She takes the bowl, she puts the bowl in front of you, and then she quickly turns to the boy and she's like, Ron. What have I told you? And they, you know, he kind of bows his head. And then you see a second boy come running up next to him. Saying one thing to the same, but they're the same age. No, one's a little bit older than the other. Yeah. And she looks at him. She goes, Rom and Bray, what did your father tell you about wearing those masks in the tap room? And you look and you see they're both wearing clown masks. Think kind of the the uh, tragedy and comedy masks. Yeah, okay. All right, they're kind of clown-looking masks. One's grinning with this kind of almost manic grin, and the other is sad. Very, very sad. Very and Brom, the, the older boy that uh, ran into her, he goes, we're not supposed to wear in the tap room. Just the one wearing the sad one? He's wearing the, the manic one. His mask is... Uh... And Danica goes, exactly. She goes, get in there, go help your father. Do something useful. Wow. That's a bit harsh. And she looks at y'all. She goes, I am so sorry. Those are my sons. They get rambunctious at times. The sillies. Oh, thank you. She says, you know, they give me a handful, but they are good boys. And so she, she goes, is there any anything else that I can get for y'all? Well, if y'all need anything, just, you know, wave me down. It's about to start getting busy in here, so if it takes me a few minutes, I'm sorry. But we'll get y'all set up. And it seems like just as she's saying this, two more people come walking in. There's so many people walking in. Busy night. It's getting to be close to the lunch, or dinner time. And none of them, and none of them know how to cook. None of them know how to cook. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, so I'm gonna get up and uh, I'm gonna approach the two hunters uh, from before. Okay. Um, so I introduce myself as a class and I ask everyone about the troubles that like they've been having recently. I explain that we were attacked by a pack of wolves ourselves on the way here. Ah. Yeah, them damn wolves, the, the one that Zoldar 
he he's the one that's responding to you. He's like, them damn wolves. They've been a nuisance for a while. Uh, so this is a normal thing around these parts? Oh yeah, most definitely. Not to not to the extreme that we're seeing them right now. When did it start? I've been we've been hunting them now for a couple of years. You know, it's good money. Wolf head, you get paid ten gold for a wolf head by the burgomaster. And then you can sell the wolf steaks here to the to the inn. So it's good money. But I I don't recommend you going out hunting after dark. You gotta be crazy to fucking go out after dark. I don't go out after dark unless somebody pays me. You will pay me, I'll take you out after dark. I I think I would stick to your advice. You'll pay me, I'll take your mother out after dark. You don't see anything strange at all? Strange with the wolves? Yeah. As far as what? We might have ran into the wolves that for some reason our weapons weren't having effect on it. Ah, you found you a werewolf. Werewolf? Yeah, there's a few of those running around. I've never heard of such a creature. Oh. Nasty beasts. Give me. First of all, give me a uh, nature check. Let's see if you know anything about Seven. Alright, seven. So you know from fighting it that they seem to heal really fast. And you know that regular weapons don't do shit to And Zolzar kind of confirms that for you. He's gonna tell you, yeah. You need to make sure you have silver weapons for those things. Yeah. You try to hit them with a, a regular sword, regular bolt, your bow, ain't gonna do much good. Yeah. Don't waste your silver on the regular ones. Yeah. But once you can confirm, they're usually a little bit bigger too. But, crazy thing about them is, get their health down to zero and they die. You know what they do? No. They turn into a man. Naked as the day they were born. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look at him like kind of confused. Like, yeah. The, the fur just goes away and they kind of flop down and you can watch it. And they'll go from body of a wolf straight into a body of a man. Or a woman. But don't get too excited about the women. Because just because they're naked, they ain't nothing to look at half the time. <laughs> Can I roll a perception check to see if your conversation is in your shot? Yeah. Well, their table's right there next to you. I think so. Yeah. So I'm hearing right. everything they're saying. I'm You're hearing everything. Looking very worried right now. Never heard of such things from our Yeah. Yeah. The the bad thing that you really gotta watch out for is on full moons. You don't wanna venture out in the woods on full moons. 
Because that's when they ain't either wolf or man. They turn into this hybrid looking thing. And they're really powerful in that form. They will rip your throat out in a heartbeat. So I don't recommend going out on full moon. Stay behind the walls. Oh, Walk. Oh, um, so you're in earshot? Yes. Alright, do a nice little kickback in our chair. Like, so where would we get these silver weapons? Yeah. Sometimes you're lucky enough to find them while you're exploring the woods. People tend to... Not many people want to bring silver into the town. Guards tend to, especially Isaac, will take weapons. From you in Harmony. Yeah, they won't confiscate it when you come through the gate. They just take your silver coin. Guards will. Isaac will take a silver weapon off you in Harmony. So a lot of times people hide the silver weapons in the woods where they can't be found. Other people, when you go to other towns, I've heard of, they're a little bit hard to come by. If you find one, take good care of it. Keep it sharp. Keep it on hand. Like I said, don't waste it on the regular wolves. Use it on the big boys. And the other guy's like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I usually just spend my time like just talking, trading stories with it. Well, they got some great stories. Y'all are talking all about fighting the wolves. About this time, two other guys come in. Well, they were coming in a minute ago, but we got sidetracked. And they come right (laughs) up to the bar. And the fumes of alcohol that come off of them can get you drunk just smelling it. They come staggering in. They're kind of cocky, arrogant attitude. They're just laughing. They stagger up to the bar and they look around. Who else paying attention? They're like, my fellow Valakians, all is not well. (laughs) And all the conversations, including the two guys you're talking to, y'all's conversations and they are so loud that leo sathriel and sadel you can hear them from upstairs and i'm just like what the fuck? everybody gets quiet all the conversations stop you can see that the local people get quite tense as they're starting to talk he says all is not well at least not until my belly is full of wine. He told me. So you hear a a kind of a tense, humorless chuckle that kind of comes from a couple of the patrons, and they quickly return to their their business. And Danica walks over to them from the other side of the bar, and she kind of. Loud enough that you can hear it, but not in her cheerful manner that she's been addressing y'all with. She's like, haven't you boys already had too much to drink? 
And he's like, nonsense. We've only just begun. Two pints of wine apiece, Danica. Give us the vintage stock. You know, don't, don't you start with that grape mash. We want the good stuff. You know, what do you take us for? Tasteless peasants? Give us the red dragon crush and don't be stingy. So she pours them rather than gives them a bottle. She pours them each a, a couple of glasses of wine. And she goes, does your mother know what you're up to this evening? And the one waits till he's got his pint in his hand. He says, mother is far too busy these days. You need me pot? Okay. Hmm, after all, what she don't know can't hurt her anyway. And the other guy, the loud, obnoxious guy goes, or us. And he elbows his brother and the two chuckle and they start down in their drinks. Danica just kind of rolls her eyes and goes off to, to check on the two brothers that had come in earlier. Me and you don't have to be sorry. Me, me and Seth. Me and Seth were all. Oh, be careful. Let me let Seth. And and me and Seth real, I look over at Seth real, and I kind of side eyed him. I'm like, you hear these fools downstairs? They're the loudest shit. I wonder yeah. who they are. I grip my sword. Put it up against my back. They're giving me quite the headache. And I start heading downstairs to the table. All right. And I follow. All right. And I'll head down to the I'm ready to confront I'm ready to confront these fucks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, I'm just shaking my head. Oh, So, yeah. The three of us are coming downstairs. We see y'all shaking y'all's heads like... I'm rolling our eyes like these. Sorry. Effigies. These buttholes. The jokers. Guys. I'm just sitting at the table, just staring at these drunkards, glaring at them. He's still I'm just like, <laughs> eat them. And they're eat just them. they're drinking and having a good old time, cutting up, acting like they are just the the king of the castles. They are in so I guess after a while, I'll just back to the nation. And I make a suggestion to the that if we aren't, that we don't have any active plans, it might be a good idea for us to go a little fucking and make some money. So I hear that, I'm like, huh, that's not a bad idea. And you said something about finding weapons out in the wilderness too? Uh, they mentioned we could probably pick up something around the area. I'm not going to use that. You're not anymore. <laughs> The whole party's together, so. Yeah, we can definitely use it. We definitely use one of the silver short tools. You do damage, brother. You say, until I'm told that I'm sober enough, I'm gonna be feeling the pressure of the drunkenness. Okay. You said I was too drunk, no. Right. So. God, I'm gonna go over today. Hey, ooh, you know what, both of us just 
as, as you're watching, you hear the door open again. Who the fuck is And another guy comes in. Oh my fucking god. And you, you look at him, you see the pointy ears, <laughs> medium length, long blonde hair, sparkling blue eyes with a hint of mischief to him. He's got several rings on each of his fingers. He's wearing very colorful clothing with a long cape and he's got this crazy wild hat. And as he comes in, his actions are quite colorful. Great fucking jester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look at, I look at Sathra. And like, he, he oh, comes so in. He doesn't really say anything, but he starts heading towards the stairs to the balcony that goes upstairs. And as he does, the two obnoxious idiots at the bar, they're like, Oh God, yeah, it's the carnival man. Tell us a story, carnival man. Come on, tell us a story. I turn to the group and I ask, I'm down for a ball. Oh, it's starting, the sun's starting to go down, so you don't want to uh, go hunting. Yeah, so, uh, we don't want to go hunting. Y'all want to knock these dudes out, man. Let's give it a few more minutes. Let's see how it goes. So, as, he's, as they're saying that, you hear the other patrons in the bar start going, Yeah! Let's hear a story. And the guy... He hears it, and from he's up on the balcony, on the stairs heading to the balcony, and he kind of flourishes his cape. And he's like, well, who would the Rattavio be if he did not quench his fans' thirst for revelry? And so he kind of taps his hat. He doesn't take it off, but he kind of taps it. And he says... Have I told you the ones about the Warforged soldier sent to kill the Paladin? And you hear everybody go, No, no, tell it! He goes, Oh, no, then. Let me entertain you with this, this wonderful tale. So, in another land far from here, there was a place, it was called Eberron. A great war was taking place in Eberron, and one of the sides had developed a weapon of war known as the Warforge. The Warforge were built to fight in this last war. Originally developed, the Warforge were mindless automatons. But the ones who developed them devoted vast resources in improving them. These steel soldiers. An unexpected breakthrough produced fully sentient soldiers, blending both the organic and the inorganic materials. So these, these sentient soldiers realized they didn't need the others. They could take over Eberron and rule the, on their own 
that's what they set out to do. They would cause the extinction of all other forms of life on Eberron, and they alone would live. But their plans were fruitless when a strong paladin rose up and led an uprising of the others against these Warforged. Knowing their annihilation would be imminent, the Warforged devised a plan to ultimately stop this paladin. They would send one of their best warriors back in time with the goal of killing the woman who would give birth to the paladin. Okay, I got it now. Yep. Thus, preventing the future. So, unbeknownst to the Warforged, the Paladin Warlock was of great power had knowledge to what the Warforged planned. He also sent back in time a great fighter to protect the mother. Her name was Sarah. <laughs> Both searched for Sarah, but the Warforged ultimately found her first. Luckily, before he could end her, our hero, I believe his name was Hal Reese, <laughs> arrived and rescued her. And together, Sarah and Reese steal a carriage and they flee with the Warforged hot on their trail. But once safe, Reese explained to her that he was from the future and that her future son, who she would name John, <laughs> will ultimately save Eberron from the machines. As time goes by, the game of cat and mouse continues as the Warforged continued to hunt and Reese continued to protect. But like almost any other story as old as time, when a man and a woman spend any amount of time together, they ultimately fall in love. And you start hearing cat calls, woo, yeah, from the crowd. Our tale is no different. The two shared an intimate moment. And unbeknownst to them, Sarah conceives a child. Sadly though, this story has no true happy ending. Not for Reese and Sarah, at least. To try to prevent the Warforge from being made in the first place, they infiltrate a factory that they were being created in. Unaware that they were followed, they were found by the Warforge soldier, and in an attempt to protect Sarah, the fighter was gravely wounded, and he ultimately dies. However, Sarah was able to defeat the Warforge soldier using a series of explosives and then ultimately crushing it. Sarah moves on with her life. Months later, she gives birth to a son, whom she indeed names John. But that's not where our story ends, my friend. Oh, no, no, not at all. You see, by happenstance, Sarah met a bard once. No, not me. <laughs> No. And he had a pension for the arts of drawing. And for a few silver pieces, she had this bard sketch a portrait of her. And nearly 50 years later, this same parchment 
would be pulled out of the pocket of the warlock paladin, whose name was John Connor, and handed to our hero fighter, Kyle Reese. And I tell you, my dear listeners, every word I speak is true. And then everybody in the tavern burst into applause. Definitely a welcome respect from the mood prior to Rictavio coming in. Rictavio gives another flourish with his cape and he taps his hat again and he excuses himself, refraining for the night to the private guest room upstairs. And as you watch him pass the balcony, you see the two little boys from Bray. They're crouched along the balcony, you know, smiles from hearing the story. They both are dangling stuffed bats right above the two assholes' heads. And these drunk fucks keep <laughs> swatting at it. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm saying to me, I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah. see those kids? They're doing the best that anyone could do with those two Sadal, with your good eyesight, give me a perception check. Will do. They're actually not stuffed bats. They're real. They're real, not fake. <laughs> They're real. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you say, so his Bat. name is uh, Rictavio. Rictavio. I was like, oh, it's not Rictid. That's a two. Hang on, let me add my additions. He's just pretending to be like a fucking flamboyant. So it's, what is it? Perception. My perception is the only thing saving me right now. Two. Five. You think they're real bats. You're not absolutely positive, but they look pretty real. Those are real bats, guys. So either they're real bats, real dead bats, or they're taxidermy. Yeah. So they're not live. They're dead. They're dead. They're real bats. They're stuck. So they're taxidermy. So over the course of the next two hours, you watch as everybody else begins to clear out, and Danica eventually approaches the table and she says, would y'all like for me to show y'all to the rooms? I know a few of y'all have already been up there, but. So she, you follow her, you follow her upstairs and she shows you, she goes, that's the, the private room where Rectavio's staying. The room directly in front is um, where Rectavio's staying. This room here has the four rooms, and then she points to two other rooms, two other doors. She goes, these each have the two beds. Breakfast is served one hour after sunrise. And if you need any extra linens, or if I can bring you a tub of hot water for to clean up, just let me know. If you need anything else, we're more than happy to help y'all out. My room is just at the end of the hall, so just call out and either me and Erwin can help you out. I'll accept for the, um, the tub of hot water. All right, I'll be right back with that. 
So about 10 minutes later, you hear, you leave your door open. And so you see her poke her head in. She goes, I've got that water for you. And I've also brought some lavender soap and some towels. Is there anything else I can get for you? All right. So we'll see you guys in the morning then. Y'all figure out which rooms y'all are in. I'll take uh, one of the two beds. Shotgun bed. More private. <laughs> just strip it in front of it. I'll come to the room with the circle table because I got a short rest. So we'll put Kerfina and Marina in one room together since they are the two females. Gonna share a room with Typer. <laughs> so I, I'm I was. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna share. Oh, a, I'm gonna share a room with him. Oh. With well, my dog. Typer. So yeah, I guess you go with Typer. Me and her ghost with Typer. Because you and I, we're like brothers. Yes, three of us. So we'll put Sathriel, Sadel, Claire, Claire and Irina are going to, by the way, Irina came back. <laughs> yeah. She found her way to You wake up, long rest. You wake up to a knocking on the door of the room that has Leo, Sathriel, and Sadal in it. We can be it's time for school. For the non PG folk, wakey wakey, hands on snakey. Oh no! Wait, you gotta finish! Wouldn't you already be wakey wakey at that point? For me? If you if you hands on snakey, not having a dreamy dreamy just stingy stingy. Well, that's recorded. Is this recorded? Yes, that's yes. recorded. Keep that in. No, <laughs> you gotta keep that in. Um, so you hear on the door to the room that has Leo, Sathriel, and Sadal in it. I answer. What? And you see Irwin standing in the hallway. And he said, I needed to talk to y'all before y'all venture out into the city. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. Is everybody decent? Say, this man needs to have a few words with Sadal. You might want to get the rest of the group so that everybody can hear this. Okay, so. I hear a Mexican, this, a Mexican whistle and beating her just, what? 
So everybody comes in the room. I put all y'all's asses in here. I'm starving. I send a ball of water in the fucking. Vayner's standing on the table dancing. Did did everybody have a good night's rest? Jess. Why are you so party, bro? Huh? 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 Looking like a death world over there. Describe. Describe how you feel. How? How was it? How was it? Feel like I fell off a twelve-story building. Oh, I feel the same. Hmm. <laughs> And is there any is there any differences in his appearance by any chance? Tell him perception. Give me a perception check. Twelve. Twelve plus your perception. Which is twenty so. Fourteen? No. Fifteen. I can't do math right offhand. Plus I suck ass. Typer. She got fifteen. Is there any noticeable changes in your physical script or appearance? Yeah, it looks like shit warmed over. <laughs> he looks like shit warmed over. What does that even mean? Say, bro. When you put it in the microwave, uh-huh. And put it on for like thirty minutes. Instead of a nice little peak, it's kind of put it in the microwave. Do you know my big girl shit? I do all the time. You don't put it in the oven. Air fryer. Air fryer. No, but in all seriousness, I look like shit. Pale. Pale. Dark eyes. You may notice that my hair is up here a little bit darker than it was yesterday. Any changes in your teeth? You can't tell because I haven't wrapped up the microphone. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you don't know that because it's still around us. Well, well, yeah. But notice the way you're behaving as well as. Well, I mean, I still feel like shit. So well, like, yeah. Uh, the behave, behavior as well as the slight changes. And I'm like, something is definitely off. And that I don't think this is just sickness of any sort. Something is off. It was. Would you say he's coming down with the sickness? Probably. Get down with the sickness. I that's You're not being in. That's very disturbed. Um, it's definitely disturbing, that's for sure. Very. Uh, what time of day is it? It is early morning, so right after sunrise. Well, go ahead and make sure to send her in. Huh? Or four or five. Six. Current moon phase. Right now, I mean, a couple of nights ago it was is a waning crescent. Waning crescent. Yep, I know exactly what that is. Is it actually waning? Is the one where it's darker <laughs> on the left? So we're going toward the middle. There's a little there's bit a of white. Yep. So cats now. So there's a little sliver on the right. Come Arwen waits for y'all to kind of organize yourself, and uh, he says, "I wanted to." Maybe talk to y'all for a few minutes about the town and stuff before y'all um, go out and venture forth. 
Plus, I'd rather kind of keep this under wraps before anybody else comes into the end today. Um, there's definitely a, a few things y'all should know about the town. The first thing is, is that the uh, burgomaster of this town is very keen on his festivals. He has festivals like every seven days or such. And we just got done with one, so don't be surprised if you see them prepping for the next one. Um, he has it in his head that by having festivals, and they are mandatory to attend, so you will be expected to attend them. There's no excuse he's going to accept for why you didn't attend the festival. But when you see the, the signs for the next one, just know that that's a mandatory thing in this town. Uh, he's pretty bad about punishing people. Even non-residents? Even non-residents. If you're within the walls, you are expected to be there. Um, Any particular reason we're not in the walls? He's, and he can't really do a whole lot of that. Okay. Any um, particular reason on why every seven days? He seems to think that it boosts the morale of the town and that people are happy. It keeps the lord of the land out of our town. By lord of the land. Strong. That would be the one. The only one of all. The one and only. You need to be on watch for his henchman, Isaac Strazny. Do we weird on? Yes. Have you seen him? No, we just heard he had a front fuck up arm. Yes, <laughs> he's got an arm that. Oh, damn. So Danica filled y'all in on some of this. Yeah, he's he got an arm that almost looks as demonic. Oh, I was thinking Gimpy. Demonic? Oh, yes. It's red. Like how so? Like how is it red? What does it look like? Does it have writings on it? Is it kind of rocky? It's. Because you have a machine gun coming out of this fucking rock. A machine gun? Okay. I'll tell you about the. It looks like it came off of a humanoid demon. It's the best way to describe it. It's very large, scaly. It does have fingers, but... This gentleman has a fingernail? Yes, he does. Mm. And it gives him quite a bit of strength. Many people have tested his strength and all the things. should failed. be easy to pick out in a crowd, I guess. Oh, he's definitely easy to pick out in a crowd. <laughs> we know all he uses this. Pop the bishop. <laughs> Pop the bishop. I think that would be rather painful. <laughs> That's just speaking to one man to another. I got you. Um, 
When you see it, you will understand. When you see it, you'll shit bricks. <laughs> no, you won't shit bricks. You'll shit your soul. There's a lot of political tension in this town. Betwe- especially between the burgomaster, the baron, and uh, the house of Vacher. Seems like that could be a powder keg in the works. Um, displace, lead a coup, so to speak, from ousting the current burgomaster. Well, the burgomaster's family has been in in power of Velaki for many, many decades. It sounds like this Vacher family is vying for power to replace them. There's been some turmoil. Tell me about the head of the Vacher house, I guess. Um, she's a woman, Fiona Vacher. She lives here in town. Her family has been around for a long time. They, um, Fiona Vacher's family for many generations has been pretty loyal to the Strahd. Strahd loyalists? Yes. And she doesn't necessarily like the way that the Baron is running the city, especially with all these festivals and such. So that's definitely been an issue of contention. We'll keep our eyes closed and try to get into a little power struggle. That's the last thing we need right now. Yeah, she, she's been known to say, uh, I'd rather serve the devil than a madman, to give you an idea of how she feels about Except the Except for when the devil and the madman are one of the same. Yeah. And this is true. She has three children. Um, a daughter and two sons. Uh, you probably saw the sons last night. Um, they were here in, in the tavern. The drunk ones? Oh, that would definitely be that. Yeah. Um, the, the daughter is a teenager. Um, nobody has seen her much in the past years, in the past six months. Fiona was married. Her husband died about ten years ago, and she's been widowed since. She never remarried. She's on the market. Interesting. <laughs> if that's what better you're the, into, better to be the right hand of the devil than. Possibly, <laughs> at least get close to somebody for information purposes. Hey, was it be close to your friends, close to you? Okay, okay I'll just... Let's see. There, he he kind of looks at you, you being the the paladin, and he says, if it's of any interest to you, there is a church. Um, here in town, it's close to the gate on the uh, west side of town. There's shops towards the east side of town, Airstack Stockyard, and a few other places. 
they have a decent selection of good. And just don't speak ill of the festivals. Food here sucks. <laughs> Avoid it at all costs. Well, you shouldn't be hard to miss with the devil hand. Yes. And don't upset the burgomaster. And you should be good to go. That's fair. Pretty much stay in between the war. Burgermaster. I don't want anything to do with it. We have enough on our plate. I don't want to get caught between some bullshit. Is there anything y'all might want to know before I head downstairs? I gotta start cooking here for the breakfast rush. Is there any other places to uh, find silver weapons, or is it only outside the gates? Silver's going to be very hard. The guards tend to take everything um, as far as coin goes. The weapons themselves, if Isaac gets his hands on it, then he confiscates it. Um, the only people that you won't find silver in any of the shops, the only people that have the silver weapons is going to be the guards, and they're pretty stingy with it. Now, uh, would you be. Yeah, I was about to say something. You, you can go ahead. I would say in a minute. I was just going to ask him if he'd be okay to have a standing uh, agreement. If we bring in wolf meat to uh, lend us these rooms for our stay. Oh, if you want to donate wolf meat, we're more than happy to take it. Keep our supply up. But as long as you don't tell Danica, I'm not going to charge out for the rooms. Especially if your little blue friend here continues to do dog tricks. <laughs> we're we're always happy. Just don't tell Danica. I'm I'm already I've I've let Rictavio stay in the room. He's been here for a week free of charge. So, and if things if if. We make our money through the selling of the wine. We have a pretty good business. My my family owns the winery. And actually... Who pays for the bullfights? The Burgermaster. I think, uh... If, since you've been so kind and hospitable toward us that if we find any wolves, we'll bring the heads to the Burgermaster and pay what we should bring it to me. Sounds good. And then maybe we can, if, if I need some help with my business, maybe you can assist me with that. I don't think we would be So, um, one other thing is uh, the two men that were in yesterday. You probably noticed them. Um, They're fucking handsome. <clears throat> no, no, not whoa, the not whoa, whoa. the Botcher boys. It's all right. Maybe it's the change in uh, scenery. The uh, Soldar and uh, Yajini, they will also act as guides. I haven't hired their services myself, but I know others have. They go and kill wolves. That's it. Pretty much. Drink my wine. 
They yeah. say they're brothers. I'm I'm pretty sure they're not. Yeah, they're probably brothers. That's our suspicion, but we don't ask questions here. Maybe it's about time we have a little competition. Ooh. Y'all are welcome to stay as long as you need. You have a problem with me or something? Yeah. Just saying all of a sudden, you went from sweet to spicy. You always want that. I'm still sugar spicing everything nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I asked her, like, oh, where do we actually turn in the hens? I know they take it for money, but. If you uh, go to the Burgomaster's house, um, they do the exchange there. Nice. And then usually the Burgomaster will have the heads put on pikes outside of town. Why? I'm not sure. scare off the wolves by putting heads on pikes. It's going to come and eat them. It's just something they do. I haven't understood it myself, so. Maybe not be scared of wolves. Okay, there's Talbert. I'm doing all right. It might be time to let Talbert get some fresh air. Yeah, why why are you all sweating? (laughs) I was watching cops. I'm going to go down and start cooking the daily meals. I thought you were talking out of character for me. I'm like, what the fuck are you cooking? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to ask. What's happening? I'm going to go downstairs and start cooking my meals. Feel free to come down for breakfast when y'all are ready. Well, I'll be there. Take a meal. All right, what are y'all doing? Shot of vodka. Oh. Go down and grab some breakfast. Yes. Oh, we, uh, Y'all want some breakfast? Did we uh, ask where that toy shop was? Yeah, we did the night before. Okay. But I was pretty drunk. I don't know if anybody else caught it. Probably. <laughs> it's, it's too oh, loud. It's no We can't miss it. It's a sign with the dog. Just look for all the five puppet master dog toy shit. We'll be going out adventuring with our silver, killing wolves. Alright, so y'all head downstairs and y'all have some butter and bread. Mm. No, it's freshly baked. Ooh, oh, so you crack it. Yeah. Cross my fridge. I can't. Yeah. It's not butter. Nice <laughs> wine. It's not. Old <laughs> wine that's been heated up it, to go well with the bread. It's got spices in it. It's got spices in it. I'm just, I'm just staring at the wine. Mm. No, 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 no. Everyone right now stays drunk 24-7. That's all they drink is fucking wine. Yeah. No one drinks water. <laughs> What's that? Exactly. Yeah, so how much stuff that you stuff that's in the toilet? Oh, yeah. You are drinking wine. Somehow it hit me a little bit harder since I had the steak with me last night. Maybe. Thanks, Craig. You need a hair of a dog. Look at how it shot. Oh, I better silver. Got our bellies full. Oh, this one. I'm gonna head to the uh church right quick on the uh, west side of who, town. Who all's going with them? I'll go with them. Me, 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 Y'all actually, y'all should probably all go together. Oh, I'll go wherever you want. Oh, oh so, so that's I lie. I lie. I lie. I will go to the search. Put us on rails. 
I'm not very religious, but I'm a good teacher. So, as you exit the blue water, you find that the streets are filled with town folk. Welcome. <laughs> and you begin making your way down the street to the west, heading towards the church. To the west. I'm going to say it's this red one right here. Right? Oh, look at this. I'm going to ping the church. Right here is where Blinsky Toys is. Oh, that's a tiny it's a ass. It's a tiny ass. It's a small shop, dude. Okay. All right. So. Where's the tavern? It's right the tavern. Tavern is right. Oh, shit. Okay. Right, so the toy shop is obviously closer. Yeah. yeah. So we just the toy shop. Yeah. All right. So. As you walk out and start making your way through the crowds, you begin to hear the sound of a horse whinnying coming down the street. I'm not doing it. No, no, you do it. I'm not the DM. I'm not the DM. Yeah, that means all of our slaves do the sound effects for Yes, that's right. I am not doing a horse, sorry. <laughs> so, as you hear the horse coming down the street, all the town folk suddenly freeze and they fall silent. And you look towards the south and you see a small procession. You see a man riding on a chestnut horse, flanked by two large mastiff dogs and followed by three guards. One of them, you notice, has a large, deformed, red arm. Uh, let's go this way. I was going to divine sense right now. See if I can... What is it? Uh... So they're ahead of us, right? They're coming up the road. So Irina looks at y'all, and she says, You know what? I think I'm going to go back to the room and stay in the room for you. Uh, no. How about the knock? You'll stay no. with the group. How about, uh, no? Danica, who stepped out with y'all to see the procession, she says, I I think she'll be all right. We'll, we'll keep an eye on her. No, I'm going to persuade her. Hmm. All right. Okay, all right. Roll for <laughs> persuasion to keep Irina with y'all. 16 plus... Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> 19. <laughs> 19 for persuasion. 19. So Please what are you going to tell her? Please come with us. We would be... Please don't go. <laughs> we would feel... Concerning. We would feel... <laughs> like we could better protect you if you were around us instead of locked away in the tavern. And Irina thinks for a minute. She goes, well, we did come here to go to the church. See if I can get protection there. So, all right, I'll come with you. That's right. Your eyes through the Through my fucking little visor. Yes. So, as you watch the procession coming up the road, you see an old, frightened-looking woman. She's wearing threadbare commoner's clothes that are very dull in color. And she has just stumbled away from the horse, and she falls into a puddle of mud 
a few feet away from the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go, so I will go with help her. <laughs> the the horse. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. What was that laugh? So the the horse comes to a brought a halt, and the procession stops along with it. And you see Isaac's devilish arm outstretched, suggesting that he just pushed or possibly flung this old woman into the mud. That's fucked up. Right now I'm not laughing. It's fucked up. Yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna go over and help the, help the lady up. So as you're walking over to her, you hear the the man on the horse start scolding her for getting mud on his cloak with her filthy peasant hands. The old woman, her voice quavering, apologizes. I'm, I'm so sorry, Baron. Please, please be, be merciful and, you know, forgive me and please release my son, Udo. You know, he... <laughs> Udo? <laughs> no, that's Udo his name. Moore. I thought she said Endo. Like, oh damn, they got He meant no harm by his little foolish joke. Please, I need him home with me. And the Baron, who's on the horse, is looking down at her, almost with contempt. He said, your son needs rehabilitation for his malicious unhappiness. Yeah, Perhaps you do as well. And so he, before you reach her, he commands the man with the red arm to seize her and to lock her up in the stocks. Yeah. Saying, a few days in the stocks ought to tighten your tongue. And you see Isaac step forward, grasping his devilish arm with a cruel glint in his eye. So I I want to use my channel divinity, emissary of peace. It gives me plus five to uh, charisma, pers uh, persuasion. <laughs> And I don't know, I can try to talk the Baron into a... Alright, give me a Charisma check. Okay. So I'm going to cast Emissary of Peace. Gives me plus five. Roll high. And my Charisma is... Alright, here we go. So I'm plus ten right now. Fourteen. Fourteen. So what argument are you going to make with the Baron? You step up to him and you catch his attention and he is glaring down at you. Baron, I don't mean to uh, be opposed to your sense of judgment, but I sensed that there was some magic that pulled this lady into the mud to cause what you would call her, what's the word, drudged poorness to splash on you, but 
it seems that something else caused this to happen, and it wasn't of her uh, own being, own doing. It is very honorable of you to try to protect this one. You're not from my town, are you not? I am not. I welcome you to Velaki. While you stay here, I suggest you educate yourself on the town's rules and its traditions. Yes, sir. But there's something to be said for someone of your stature <laughs> to step up for someone else. So he looks at the guards and he says, release her. And he looks at her and he says, you have luck on your side this day. Do not make this mistake again. And he looks at the rest of y'all. He says, I suggest you all educate yourselves on my town. I say, thank you, Baron. I'm just doing my duty. Who is the Baron again? The Burgermaster. The Burgermaster. The Burgermeister, Meister Burger. I thought we were working with the Burgermaster. He says, Burgermaster? As, as you were, I suggest you move out of the way. And, the, per- and the procession begins to continue on. But the man that you now know to be Isaac eyeballs you. And he looks at each one of you, and then you notice his eyes fall upon Irina. Oh no. And he holds his glare on Irina before moving on. In the center, that's in the center. And I'm just like, yeah. Circle around. Is she close enough to where I can grab her and do one of these maneuvers? You can. As he begins to move, as the Baron begins to move past you, he announces to the crowd, I expect to see you all at the Festival of the Blazing Sun four days hence. All will be well. And you notice as the townsfolk bearing smiles that resemble more like grimaces, grimly intones back, all will be well. The Baron nods, evidently satisfied, and he continues to ride north, followed by Isaac, his mastiffs, and the rest of the guards. The activity on the streets, as after they pass, resumes back to normal town folk activity. She kind of brushes herself off and she says, thank you. There's not many people in this town that would take kind to an old lady like me. My name is Wilhelmina, and I appreciate what you've done. A whip, a whip, a whip, no problem. You've done it for any other person. You are a person, are you not? I believe so. 
Sometimes it doesn't seem like it in this town. Ever since the Burgomaster took my son, it sure seems like I'm more of a wraith than anything else. How come he took your son? He was not happy with the last festival. He spoke up against it, saying that they were pretty worthless, the festivals. And so at the Wolfhead Jamboree, the Burgomaster had him arrested for sedition. And I have not seen him since. I've petitioned the Burgomaster for his release, but he says that my son needs rehabilitation. How? Oh my god, guys. You're arrested for not liking fistage. That's... It is illegal to talk against the festivals. What are these things? We were warned. But I keep trying to get him released. And I go to the church and I pray in the hope that the morning lord hears my prayers and maybe will intervene on my behalf. The morning lord was going to do that. You're wasting your breath. She, she kind of looks at you like, wow. She says, sometimes faith is all we have, my son. Yes, it is. Sorry. I mean no disrespect, but I'm just being a realist here. I come to her and say, some of us have kept our faith. Others find their faith in other ways. This is true. This is very true. Well, I thank you again. I appreciate your help, young lady. And I hope that our paths do cross again. And better. Yes. Circumstances. Yes. You find anything about your son? I appreciate that. Got so Yeah, I changed my word. He's now figuring out that I dropped my accent. <laughs> no, I, I realized it the first time. It's okay. You and from soft gentlemen, whatever you like. As, as she walks off, Plask, give me a perception check. As he was. <laughs> Like everybody else, my kids, goodbye. Just get lucky, and then for me, I'm like, goodbye. You're taking a bad life, Florida. I'll be at 22. Plask, as she's walking off, you notice that there's a. (laughs) What the fuck? That would be you. I'd be able to smell that. Um, what? You're not wrong. Yeah, I know. I smell everything now. What the fuck? She ate corn last night. I could smell it through the shit earlier before coming out here. But you don't even have to see the shit. No. So you notice a tall, lanky man has been paying close attention to the conversation. And you meet his eyes, and as soon as you do, he turns and he disappears in the crowd. Okay. Throw your racks out. Throw your racks out. Into the crowd. Take everyone out. 
<laughs> I'm right behind you. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, we're like, like screaming and we just have to fight off all of them. He's just murdering everybody. He gets the wrist rocket. <laughs> like little fledgling Jedi. You're holding your Oh, I'm a burger hobo. Alright. So, what are y'all doing? Um, do, are, are, we, are we heading towards uh, Blitzkies or are we heading towards the church first? Which way did we go? It's mom's house. Oh. Hey, she's a nice lady. You called him. I know, I was there last night. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Did you point us yes. the way towards the church or Toys R Us? That's up to y'all. I'd say we go to the toy shop. Toys R Us. Let's head towards. Okay. And I love Toys R Us. As you hold the feathers. Toys R Me. All right. So you head a block down the road, and you come to a little dilapidated store that has a sign with. A pretty sad looking doll. And uh, the sign has a big B on it. And then in gold script below the doll, it says, Is no fun, is no blinsky. Let's go in. Who's walking in first? Uh, Who's walking in first? I will open the door. So, let's get her a this cramp shop has a dark entrance portico, and through the dirty glass, you see jumbled displays of toys and a, a placard that says, Is no fun, is no Vlinsky. You walk in, you see a little human man. Hi, human. Behind the counter. And he's got a little monkey on his shoulder. And he's dressed kind of like a like you would expect the man, not the monkey. He's dressed <laughs> as you would expect a gesture. A gesture? Yeah, jester to wear. Not a gesture. Jester. Jester. Like a clown. Are we Dexter? Hey, I'm drinking here. Dexter's labor- <laughs> laboratory. Is like a... The patchwork where one shoulder's green, one shoulder's blue, and then the chest is the opposite. He's, he's got a hat on, half of it's blue, half of it's green, with the arms that come off with little jingle bells that come down onto his shoulder. And he's got this little monkey on his shoulder that's dressed in a pink tutu. <laughs> and he, you walk in, you hear a little bell above the door as you walk in, and he lights up as soon as he sees you. He says, hello, welcome to Blinsky's. Are you wanting toys? Toys. If it's no fun, it's no Blinsky. Yeah. What the fuck? 
Well, aren't you charming? Don't mind him. No, my monkey is not delicious. You should smell some of the farts that come out of my monkey's ass. That's not the farts coming out of his ass, anyways. Your monkey's far more delicious. These do not eat my monkey. How much for monkey? How much for monkey? Monkey not for sale. I trade for a dog. No, monkey not. I just recently acquired monkey. You're gonna fucking trade Lancelot for the dumb monkey. <laughs> hey, monkey's a free monkey. Um, alright. That's debatable. It's hard little capuchin monkey. I don't eat that. It is. It's fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> hard more on that. This is, this is Piccolo. Piccolo is not for sale. Toys are for sale, but not Piccolo. Let's find are there toys of Piccolo? No, I... I I just recently acquired Piccolo, and um, so I have not made toy of Piccolo yet, but I will make toy of Piccolo. You should make him like your little, your little mascot. I've, I, I've trained the monkey. Piccolo goes and he gets toys off the shelf for me. Especially the ones that are high up that I can't reach. So he's like, so he's like your little tiny trained assistant. But, but welcome, welcome, welcome to the house of Blinsky, where happiness and smiles can Shut be bought. <laughs> Why are you like this? At a bargain price. Perhaps you know a little child, little boy, little girl that needs some joy. Maybe you need some joy. Yes, he needs something a lot more. You need some milk. He needs some milk. We need to find a toy for a little girl, uh, back in uh, Oh! Right, no, the Bastani cat. Bastani? What? Yes. I got lots of toys that brings happiness to little girls. Do you know Madame Haven? No, I know not. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this? Come on, be serious. So he says, for little girls, little girls. Let's see. Piccolo, grab that one and grab that one. Grab that one. So Pic <laughs> Piccolo comes down and he says, he grabs the first one and he says, yeah, she gave y'all 10 gold. And the first one is a doll. And the doll is headless. What the fuck? But it comes with a bag of attachable heads. And as he's showing you the heads, there's some normal ones, and there's one that the mouth and the eyes are stitched shut. And then he says, it's creepy? You think it's creepy? Well, what about this one? He grabs the next toy, that piccolo, and it's a little miniature gallop with a little trap door and a little weighted handy yeah, man. There we go. There we go. You gotta get both of them. You gotta get both of them. Good vegetable slicer. Yeah. Well, because the doll is kind of perfect, right? Because Matt Vela, there's multiple fortunes that you could have, right? So there's multiple heads, each fortune. The first two. Well, I've got more. Hang on, hang on. But wait. I've 
There's, There's more. He, he brings and out wow. a little set of nesting dolls. Ooh. Each one gets smaller and smaller. And as he opens each one, they're really cute. And he gets to the last one, he opens it up, and there's a little mummy inside. He goes, what about this one? You look at this little mummified corpse. <laughs> what the fuck kind of thing is this? What is this? Is this a, a miniature And then he, he grabs the next thing, and it's a mobile, like you would see for a baby above the crib. But it's got a whole bunch of bats, and as it spins, <laughs> the bats flap its wing. Are they taxidermy bats or alive bats? No, they're they're just little stuffed bats. Agents of straw. Like this. And he he reaches behind him. He pulls a little merry-go-round. He winds it up, and it makes this little creepy tune. But. Each of the things are little snarling wolves that are chasing children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! So that's it. That's the one. That's the one. How much? <laughs> oh, this one is nine silver pieces. Damn it, we don't have silver. How much is the doll? The doll is nine copper. We could easily afford those. Like, the, uh, the nesting dolls. The nesting dolls. This one is nine copper pieces. <laughs> Sounds fair. We well, we'll the, where's the question? Where did you get the corpse? No, we can buy them all. What is it? Oh. Can. Yeah, it's just a little corpse. It's a whole place. Yeah. It's a dead it's rat. The whole family. She could pick oh, poison. a dead rat. This is too small. It's a mummified rat. We'll take all three. What about this one? What is that? And he. And that one. <laughs> and that one. Damn, he's, uh, he's invented. Can we he, get gift receipts? He, he pulls out a little ventriloquist dummy. And you look, and it looks very familiar. It looks almost exactly like Strahd von Zorich. What the fuck? Let's make Timmy. He says, so is there any that you like? Let's make Timmy. Take the I'll have to come here, buddy. We'll take the look. We'll take all three, all four. So that's 27 silver and then 27 copper for all. Okay. Uh, what does that equal? Just give it one gold, though. Only carry gold. You can only do it with copper. Wait, you have, so, a, you have an electron. I have one electron. So, gold, I like gold. Gold is good. I'd say... One? Perfect. No, one won't work. Four gold. But four gold will work. No, here. Those two trust, don't <laughs> four, oh, four gold's perfectly oh, yeah. fine! He gives it to <laughs> Piccolo, who takes the gold pieces Jesus. and hurries and runs in the back with him. <laughs> Give me the straw doll. He gives you the straw doll. I guess I will take Please enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you happen to have any miniature pieces? <laughs> no, only, only on the uh, hangman's gallows that you already bought. I do have a. Uh, a Don't give him any more. I have a rope. What do you do? That'll like, work. I handle my rope. 
Take it out of your inventory. Do you want me to take the, uh, the other? Yeah, we should get going. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll like, take all show, the other show those yeah. all the other toys and put them in your. You can put it on the So, as y'all are doing business with Blinsky, Irina is kind of walking around looking at some of the other things on the shelves. And you ke- you hear her breath catch as she looks at one item in particular. You look at uh your hair there? You're not gonna believe this. Come come look. You look and you see a doll. And the doll has auburn hair and green eyes. It's wearing a blue satin dress, which is not familiar. But as you look at the doll, you are looking at Irina. Oh my god, it's you! I'm not into this whole movie stuff, so... What the hell kind of torch to throw? We should do it. Yeah, maybe that's the doll with the yeah, I know it's your yeah, doll. Yeah, the one doll with the doll. sees what y'all are looking at, and he goes, Oh no, that one is not for sale. Why not? It's a special commission. Who commissioned From who? Who commissioned it? Tell me now! Give Tell me, me now, old man! Give me an intimidation check. Got you right here. 19. Oh, let me, let me, let me see what I can do. Let me right see my, my sword. Listen here, you little shit. Hang on. Intimidation. Give me an intimidation check. Sick, man. I got a, I got a, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all, I got a 15. Plus whatever, do you know? 8. I got a 15. Alright, so he kind of looks at you, and he's like, okay, whatever. He looks at you grabbing your sword. All right, so he looks between the two of y'all. And, I'm... and he says, all right, all right. No, I, I, I don't want any problems. Who commissioned it? You're going to tell them who commissioned it, or that monkey's hair is going to go through your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, that monkey is where your head. There, there is a man in town. He has me make a new doll every month. If I don't make the doll, he threatened he'd burn my shop down and business isn't been that good. The same doll, same face, same features. Same doll, different outfits. Who? Um, I just, who commissioned? I describe uh, the guy I saw earlier, the doll Lincoln you got. See if that reminds of anybody. No, no, it's know. definitely not him. Um, it's Isaac. Isaac Strasny. Lobster arm? Yes, lobster arm. You know him. <laughs> lobster Please don't tell him I told you. Who the hell does it know him? He's got a fucking lobster arm. <laughs> and he said, he threatens, if I don't make doll, he burns shop down. So every month, I make new doll. Why is he commissioning Irina? Thank you, Why is he so obsessed with Irina? Well, I don't know, Irina. I just know that for many years he has me make doll. You wouldn't happen to know any kind of any wild idea of what he does with these dolls. 
I just make the doll. That's all I do. I make doll. He comes once a month. He gets doll. What he does with doll after he leaves shop, I have no clue. When was the last time? When was the last time he grabbed or came for a doll? Well, he should be coming for new doll probably in the next day or so. I'm gonna fucking cut his head off. I have to shut shop. You can't stay here. <laughs> Why not? You do not seem do like- you want monkey's head to go up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all you right. You do well, not look like right. I want to share bed with you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot sleep here. You go. Sir, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't... What's going on? All right, Tafer, we might have to have you walk outside. Get some what? fresh air. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Fresh air, good. Fresh air is nice. You, you're, you're you are a handsome man, but well, thank you. you are not my type. <laughs> I really do appreciate that. That's not good. much I get compliments anymore. Yes. You'll get some compliments when you... You're not yourself Whoa. right now, man. What do you mean? You were just threatening this one. So he he reaches under the counter and he pulls out what looks to be a candy bar. (laughs) (laughs) Does it have peanuts in it? It does have peanuts in it. And he says, I think you might be hangry. (laughs) Have a snackers. Well, I got you when you're hungry. Don't typically eat candy before lunch, but you know what? This is fantastic. I really appreciate that. Yep. Wonderful gesture. Is my monkey safe? Not safe, yeah. Alright. He is quite bipolar, is he not? Just a tat. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is you are very handsome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I be tried sure. to be a true southern gentleman. When be, I... sure, be sure he gets compliments now. We all know he's good looking. Yes, let's keep him happy. Mm-hmm. So, I, I do appreciate the goals. And you'll come back. Absolutely. Anytime I make wonderful toys, children love my toys. If it's no fun, it's no blinskies. All right, thank you very much. If I pay for doll and take doll and have a little fun with the easy, it's no No, doll's not for, that doll's not for sale. But I would like to have a little fun with this. No, 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 no doll for sale. Oh, do you want a doll like it? Maybe we could maybe commission you to oh. make for us. Oh, no. I can make doll for. How much would it cost for you to make a doll? For a doll like this, 100 gold. Oh, oh fuck. Shit. <laughs> Why so expensive? You don't mind me asking. Because of the work that goes into this stuff. If you look, it's quite different from the other well, ones. Well, shut up, What makes this doll different? Are you using premium materials? Of course. Isaac would have it no other way. So what you're saying is you're selling really I have bad. to hand paint? No. It's just 
Other other toys are easy to make. This one takes many hours. <clears throat> okay. I, I make one every month. I, I'm not a toy maker, I don't know, so I'm just giving I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Jesus, one hundred gold, that's Ridiculous! I'm gonna say highway rob. So I know uh, my friend Tyford here is not your friend. What if, uh, say, Farina would do you a nice. Uh, I like them a little bit taller. What about me? You're a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm say, I want to say my. I, I tend to like the tieflings. The horns. Oh, wait. He's not a tiefling anymore. Yeah. And he kind of rubs. <laughs> down and hides behind the uh, counter a bit. Hmm. <laughs> she ain't a tiefling, but so what about her? Standing in yeah. erection lasts more than four hours. <laughs> I would say only 20 seconds at this point. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. oh my god, Jesus. May, may I just say, you might want to change your job a little bit if you look at the try to get the ladies. This outfit's not really good. Well, this is just what I wear when I'm working the shop. What do you wear outside the shop? Well, I, I tend to find that the, the red-eyed tieflings with the horns, they tend to like the kind of sheer shirts with the nipples hanging out. Oh, you got your hamburger meat hanging out, that's what you're saying. Oh, yes. That's how I walk the towns, too. Oh, yeah. So. You look like adventurers who have seen quite a bit. Is that fair to say? Have you happened to run across a little clockwork man? A little clockwork man? With a little clock? He's about, from what I've been told, he's about three foot tall. Nope. I don't think anyone's seen anything of the sort. What, is he like a real person or No, like no, he's like a, a, a toy. He's a construct. He's a construct. Ooh, But he Silly. doesn't need to be wound up. What's he, it called? Well. What is its name? Does it have a name? He, I don't know his name. Rumor has it that the great inventor and toy maker, Fritz von Wieck, he, that's who I, I admire. I do. His work is amazing. So he made this little construct man and he modeled it after an entertainer that was at the castle. Entertainer, like a gesture? Like a gesture, yes. <laughs> and... So you're saying there's a three foot tall puppet of an entertainer running around the room? Indeed. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> Can I eat it? Well, I don't know if I would want to eat it. <laughs> If we find it, can I keep it as a pet? Well, if you find him, last I heard he was many, many, many years ago in the castle. 
but I don't know where he is now. And he is a masterpiece. If you find him and you deliver him to me so I can see him. Why do you want to see him? Because he's Fritz von Wieg's invention. And that's like amazing. Do you want to study him? I want to study him. Are you going to try to destroy it? No, I won't destroy him. If I find well, I, I will give you the monkey. The monkey? I will give you the monkey if you bring me the little clockwork man. Um, we'll the see monkey. about that. It kind of depends on if, first of all, if we find him in second of all, if he's friendly enough that we connect. We connect with him. Woohoo, you're gonna have to keep your hands on that monkey. Why would you want to trade us a monkey for a clockwork? I don't want the monkey. I don't think you want a monkey. <laughs> I would like a monkey. For what? We'll buy you a monkey later. I have no. I want one. I like pets. Don't question me. We'll buy what? her. Huh? I'll tell you. Snap at the beauty. Okay. We got a couple. <laughs> we got a couple <laughs> rapids. <laughs> 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 I'll talk to you later. Are we done screwing up now? What the hell is this? Good deal. I won. Can I eat the monkey? If you bring me the little construct man, <laughs> then you can roast him over He's got assisted suicide. And and chow down on his asshole for all I care. Oh wow. <laughs> About a hundred Damn. A hundred gold for the construct man? Yeah. Business has not been that good. <laughs> I've got four golds in the back. <laughs> Unfortunately, Isaac does not pay me. He just stands to burn down my shop. A hundred gold. I go over to Patrick like, no, what could be good for yourself? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna travel around the place if it's necessary. Have a good road. You said what? I was just simply curious, that's all. The dog didn't do shit, okay? I'll eat the fucking dog. <laughs> okay, he's when a good dog. When he gets stuck at the asshole first. At some point. He got me one of them. Yeah. Okay. Maybe monkey can give me one. Uh, I think I need to step out this pressure. That might be useful. Wait, did, good. Did, did, did this we say this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go outside now. Wait for you out there, okay? Pretty sure our business here is done. Stay at the front of the shop, please. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else have any questions? Nope. That's cool. Well, thank you! Shut up! Let's <laughs> <laughs> go out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Come again! Except for that asshole. <laughs> Next time, leave him outside. Sounds good, though. I want my monkey. And tax. Alright. To the church. Alright. Yes. Yeah, anyway.
Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Got some issues going on right <laughs> now. Get, get Someone needs to find their God. Someone needs to find their God. Exercise the demon. Alright, Irina, are you feeling okay after seeing a doll made of yourself? Give it to Isaac. Something creepy. Yes and no. There is definitely something very weird about this. Maybe it's just a coincidence, though. I mean, it's not like I've ever met that man before. And how he would know me. So I'm just going to chalk it up to coincidence that it just happens. So you're going to chalk it up to the coincidence that two demons are obsessed with you? That's a hell of a way to look at it. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, maybe it's just coincidence and he's not obsessed with me. He did give you the eyeballs. He said, uh... You didn't see the way he was looking at you? I was trying not to meet his eyes. It was a good thing you did. He's pretty creepy, is he not? I definitely understand what Erwin meant when he said that looked painful. And I'm not even a man. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a brother, though, so. <laughs> no. Let's just say it's nice to have a break. <laughs> Poor Ismark has not had time to date much lately. Oh. <laughs> Poor guy needs to get away. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Do the church. Alright. So you head down the streets. Until you come to a slouching century old stone church. It has a bulging steeple in the back, and the walls lined with cracked stained glass windows depicting various pious saints. A fence of wrought iron encloses a garden of gravestones next to the church, and a thin mist creeps among the graves. Are we the first to enter? Yeah. Well, this is a lovely place. Yeah. <laughs> Seen better days. I said it's a lovely place, don't you think? You yes. enter the church, and unlike the church in Barovia, uh, in the village of Barovia, this one is quite warm inside, with lighted candles. It's very neat, with pews lined up neatly. There's no trash on the floor. And you see a man dressed in priest garb with the symbol of the morning Lord around his neck, his holy symbol. His eyes light up and he smiles at you warmly. He says, good morning, welcome. I'm an elf. <laughs> <laughs> After he says, good morning, welcome, he says, I'm an elf. That was great timing. That was great timing. 
Hello, Garrett. <laughs> He's an elf. You're an elf. <laughs> yeah, because there's something wrong with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's something wrong with me. I'm crying. <laughs> Garrett, I love you so much. <laughs> He wasn't late for that story. <laughs> He's just on time. Right on time. <laughs> I love you, Garrett. <laughs> I can't. I can't bear you. What the fuck? <laughs> Should I leave that in the podcast? Yes, yes. Yeah, podcast. Yes, no. please. Leave the podcast after it, please. I'm an elf. Y'all ready for some cake real fast? Yeah. <laughs> Those were some truly inspiring words. I'm crying for how beautiful they were. <laughs> we will come back to the church in just a moment. Yeah. After these messages. <laughs> oh my god. We'll be right back. Love you so much. Welcome back to the Christ's world.